This is your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Come with us and share your experience, ideas, and suggestions for all the listeners to improve their English while talking about any topic of your preference, whenever it is in English. This podcast is coming to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. Hey friends, how are you? Yeah, I know that sometimes having a good vocabulary uh, tends to worry you a little, but uh, you don't worry. Um, even native speakers or the native learners of the language, any language, might uh, have to handle with the, the task or the duty to enhance the, their vocabulary. So. This is a scene, a scene you don't have to worry about, but also it's a scene you don't have to be relaxed about. What I mean is, do not worry, do not get relaxed. Continue working, continue learning, and, and don't worry because, or maybe because you, you feel you are learning so low. Your brain, your uh, entire body as a as a whole is always learning um, you may not suspect but at any moment maybe in a conversation or hearing the news listening into the listening to the news maybe or a podcast you hear a word that you are not sure about but then suddenly it happens that you know the word because you remember from your vocabulary learning. So, uh, some time ago, I read that our brain doesn't forget anything. What happens is that we have difficulties remembering. Yes. So, with this in mind, let's go to the word of the day. And for today, the word is a, um, it's a little tricky for me. Prepossessing. Yes, prepossessing. Prepossessing is an adjective, and its spelling is as follows. Let's try it. P-R-E-P-O-S-S-E-S-S-I-N-G. Prepossessing. Prepossessing uh, might have two meanings. One of them is obsolete or archaic. Creating prejudice. That's the old meaning, the archaic. And the other one is tending to create a favorable impression or making something to seem attractive maybe so if you've heard of the word and prepossessing it probably comes as no surprise to you that there's also a word prepossessing you might not know however that both derive from the verb prepossess which is also still used in english although it's quite rare when prepossess first appeared in print in English in the early 17th century, it meant to take previous possession of, but that sense is now obsolete. 
The adjective prepossessing came into use later in that century and is based on a later sense to influence favorably beforehand. Someone or something that is prepossessing therefore makes a good first impression. Yes, and please uh, notice the, the meaning that is now obsolete. Prepossessing uh, was held with the meaning of uh, to take previous possession of, but that specific meaning is now obsolete. Yes, my friend, as an, ex as an example here, we got Hood when she left a while later with Jeff and he turned at the door to look for Graham. She found him. He was so tall, so prepossessing, that he was easy to spot. And could Sue Miller, Monogamy 2020. So, my friends, if you uh, were thinking just as a hunch that the meaning of this word prepossessing was taking possession in advance or beforehand, that's the wrong meaning of this word because it's now obsolete. The right meaning for this word is tending to create a favorable impression to see to seem attractive or appealing to someone or about uh, someone or something yes my friend this has been the section the word of the day in your new english 21 podcast a podcast made for english learners by english Learners, thank you very much. Hello, friends. Welcome to the section, the quote of the day. And as for today, I got a quote from a very well-known author all over the world. Yes, you're going to see why. The quote says, Inaction breathes doubt and fear. Action breathes confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit ham and think about it. Go out and get busy. Yes, my friends. The author for this quote is Dale Carnegie. If you don't know, let's say that Dale Carnegie was born on November the 24th, 1888 and died on November the 1st, 1955. He was an American writer and lecturer and the developer of courses in self-improvement, salesmanship, corporate training, public speaking and interpersonal skills. Born into poverty on a farm in Missouri, he was the author of How to Win Friends and Influence People, released in 1936, a bestseller that remains popular today. He also wrote How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, released in 1948, and Lincoln the Unknown, released in 1932 and several other books. One of the core ideas in his books is that it is possible to change other people's behavior 
by changing one's behavior towards them. Yes, my friends, this has been the section that quote of the day. I've, and if you haven't read this book, How to, How to Win Friends and Influence People, I strongly recommend you because it's very simple but very powerful, very well uh, written and detail-oriented. So this, this character, this person, this guy was fascinating with the ability that, uh, of interacting with people and uh, making or establishing rapport or sympathy with any person he could know. Yes, my friends, thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Thank you very much. Hello friends, how are you? Yeah, I hope you're fine, as good as I am. Uh, we got an email from Maximiliano Jerez um, making a question. So in the section question, answers and tips, we're going to cover this specific question. And it is, can you talk a little about the irregular plural nouns? Yeah, according to the book, a masterpiece, I think, by Michael DiGiacomo. Michael DiGiacomo is an English teacher in the United States, in the city of New York, and he also runs a podcast uh, that is called Happy English. So, the credits for Michael DiGiacomo. So, according to this uh, book, irregular plural nouns, uh, there are a number of nouns that have an irregular plural noun or form. This means it's more than just adding an S or ES. Countable nouns that have special plural forms are called irregular plural nouns. So, we'll take a look on this as follows. Uh, we are going to cover three main rules about irregular plural nouns. One, generally, when the noun ends in F or FE, change the F for F-E to V-E-S. So, change the F or F-E to V-E-S. As in half, halves. Knife, knives. Leaf, leaves. Life, lives. Love, loves. Self, selves. Shelf, shelves, thief, thieves, wife, wives. Exceptions, some words ending in F or FE make the plural with F, however. Chef, chefs, chief, chiefs, cliff, cliffs, cream puff, cream puffs, giraffe, giraffes, handcuff, handcuffs. Ref, refs, roof, roofs, safe, saves. Rule number two, 
Some nouns have an irregular plural form with a different spelling than the singular form. Appendix, appendices. Child, children. Foot, feet. Goose, geese. Men, men. Mouse, mice. Person, people. Tooth, teeth. Woman, women. And number three, some nouns have an irregular plural form that is the same spelling as the singular form, as in deer, deer, fish, fish, scissors, scissors, sheep, sheep. I hope this has been useful for you, Maximiliano, and all of the listeners, as, and for all of the listeners as well. We're going to continue cover maybe uh, uh, some grammar points uh, depending on the available time we have in a specific episode. But it's a very good point, grammar point to know the irregular plural nouns. We covered three groups, uh, uh, those who ends in F or FE, we have to change the F or FE to VES, such as in half, halves. Then we also cover the nouns uh, that uh, form the, the plural uh, with different spellings, such as appendix, appendices, child, children. And then some nouns that have irregular plural form that is the same spelling as the singular form. Deer and fish are two examples. So thank you very much, my friends, for listening to your new English 21 podcast. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast, a podcast made for English learners by English learners. Remember that you can talk about any topic of your preference whenever it is in English. This podcast came to you from San Jose, Costa Rica, Central America, with your host, Vidal Telles Narvaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. Thank you.